You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. The C word with Callista. Welcome back to the C word. My name is Callista, and I met today's guest when she was still a radio announcer just down the hall from where I am for Mix. But now she's a full-time beauty content creator, and she's got makeup skills I can only dream of. So, Emily, welcome. <laughs> Hello, hi, Callista. Thank you so much for having me. I love watching your YouTube videos because, like, even if I try to follow, like, I there's no way I can do it. I can't even get my winged liner to look the same. So I don't know how you do it. Oh man, I have. The same problem especially like because your face changes as you age so you're always having to recorrect your technique and just change it up just so it works for your eyes so yeah no it just takes a lot of practice yeah i always tell people i can do the perfect wing liner i can do the perfect one on this eye and the perfect one on this eye but they just won't look the same (laughs) (laughs) all the time trust me (laughs) speaking of you being a full-time content creator right now like what have you been up to what what anything exciting i don't know if you would call this exciting Exciting. It's exciting to me, maybe because I'm a little bit older than the generation that's on TikTok. I started a TikTok account I saw. <laughs> and I'm really enjoying myself there. It's a very different way of presenting content and I really like it. I think it's really interesting. You came up on my For You page a couple of times. That's good. Yeah, I've taken a slightly different approach to TikTok. A little bit more beginner, a little bit more like makeup beginner friendly. And yeah, okay. people have been liking them. So hopefully... It goes on. Speaking of your content, and of course, like you have loads of beauty content and I love it. But there was one series on YouTube that you did in particular about a couple of years ago, which is why I wanted to talk to you today. And it's it's not something that a lot of people are willing to talk about, but you documented your whole journey from start to end and then came back like I think six months into it to do like a whole QA. And basically you decided that you would go all the way to Korea to get some work done. How do you feel about the whole thing two years down the road? I am still really, really glad I got it done. Like it was something that I personally wanted to do to kind of give myself a boost, I guess, like Mm -hmm. in confidence in the way I felt about myself in the way that I wanted to present myself, maybe it ended up getting a little bit more attention than I expected because a bunch of like outlets picked it up like BT and stuff. And um, yeah, so that's when other comments started flowing in. And even if what I feel like is the world is divided on whether I should or shouldn't have done it, I did it for myself. And that's what I feel like, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. So after everything, like like I said, as of two years, you've got no regrets at all? None whatsoever. I mean, obviously, with the result, I'm not sure if you saw my videos, there was a scar that came out like just right here. I'm not sure if you can see it, but like in the light, it's still visible. In person, it's visible. Obviously, I wish that it had gone a different way and everything had come out fine. But like overall, I'm still really happy that I did it. Have you done anything since then? No, it was just okay. that. I'm like happy with the way everything kind of settled down and it did take a really long time for everything to settle and be what it is so yeah haven't done anything since okay so just to refresh my memory and everybody who's who's actually seen the videos what exactly did you get done so i had two things done my jaw kind of shaved down they actually shaved the bone Mm -hmm. just to make it look a little bit slimmer and then i had my nose done as well Mm -hmm. and then a bit of my ear is actually at the tip (laughs) a bit of your ear yeah so they do cut off a tiny bit of the cartilage at the back of your ear oh my gosh okay yeah all right so 
recently I saw a video of because your video didn't show the actual surgery happening, mm-hmm. right? All the graphic stuff. But I saw this other YouTuber, Nikita Dragon. Do you know her? Oh yes. Okay, so she recently did her fourth nose job. Did you watch any videos before you you decided to go through with it? I had seen videos, but I like leading up to once I agreed to do everything and once everything was set in place, like leading up to it, I didn't search for anything. <laughs> and I think I was very very blissful in my ignorance. I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm getting something done. <laughs> go to sleep, wake up, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna say like. There's, there's been many times that I've been like, oh, you know, I, I, I'd like to get liposuction, for instance. But then I saw a video of it. And I'm like, I guess that's off the table. I, I, it's I just, a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. When you see I how think, it's actually done, it's so mind-blowing, like what the human body can go through. It really is insane. And like the surgeons, I think, I guess just because they've done it so much, they're not very careful with the way they're doing it. <laughs> so it does look a little bit like in your face. It mm-hmm. really is right up in your face so yeah like I'd seen them before and I knew I shouldn't search for anything <laughs> leading up to the surgery <laughs> okay which one do you think was worse the the nose or the jaw so I actually know which one is meant to be worse because there are two different kinds of um, anesthesia that they administer depending on which surgery you go for so because I was doing both of them at the same time I got given the general anesthesia which is actually for the jaw so they actually only do I'm not sure the scientific term for it because because when I was at the clinic, all they called it was the sleeping anesthesia. So you do go to sleep, but you're not fully asleep for the nose job. Um, do they like cut open and like lift up the whole thing? Um, no, they don't. Nowadays, they don't. So they make like these really tiny incisions inside uh-huh. and they're able to kind of guide everything in without actually moving the face around too much or causing too many cuts. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, actually for the rhinoplasties, the healing period, the de-swelling period is a lot shorter than for the jaw. It takes a lot longer for the jaw. And even once I came out of surgery, I think it was about three or four months before I could actually open all the way. So you couldn't even eat properly? No, yeah. So how do they do the jaw? That one is a little bit more graphic, the way that they do it. So they actually, (laughs) it's not pretty. So on in between your teeth and your cheek on the lower jaw, Uh that's where they start the incision. So from all the way from your wisdom teeth, they just make that incision all the way around. Yeah. So when I woke up, I had stitches inside. Is there a scar now? No, but I guess now I don't really feel it so much anymore. But when I first woke up, it was definitely tighter. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I could feel like there was much less of a stretch in that area. Like usually they, they kind of shave the sides, right? Yeah. So that's what they do. They cut from the inside and then they start shaving from the inside. Is it like sandpaper and then they kind of file it down or? They use a much stronger machine. <laughs> so I feel like whenever we do all these things that will will change the way you look, like you have to think of like every aspect and we, we most of the time we don't, right? Mm-hmm. You really do though, like especially for something as big as surgery or even braces honestly like it's structure altering and I feel Mm -hmm. like you really need to think it through before you do something did you also do your eye oh yeah I did I completely forgot yeah so that one is much less invasive it like it sounds really crazy saying something like that because you do still have to cut the eyelids but it's so much less invasive than the other stuff that I got done it was kind of like a side thing that the doctor was like oh yeah okay whatever and in Korea the way they do it it's really natural so like even I forget sometimes that I've 
had my eyes done. Because you you also just did, it wasn't like a full-on double eyelid thing, right? It was more of a corrective thing, right? Yeah, exactly. So I had like a much heavier upper lid on this side and it was actually drooping down already. So I got them to kind of just like straighten it out. Yeah, because I remember when you first did the video, that was the thing that I, I caught on to because out of like all the other things that you did, that was the one that I've been thinking about for so long because I also have a heavier lid on one side. And every time I go to like these aesthetic clinics for like facials or whatever, they always say like, oh, if you want to do it, the only way you can do it is if you actually cut. I feel like I really want to, but at the same time, like I said, like pain, it's not even about the money. It's it's like, <laughs> I can't bring myself to like, go through the pain so I think like you were really brave to to be able to do that when you have the smaller things done they don't feel like they've done that much to you so the pain medication that's prescribed to you is not as strong I guess but Mm -hmm. when I had everything done at the same time the pain medication obviously that was prescribed to me was for the jaw mainly and so I went through everything uncomfortable but not in pain so you weren't in much pain at all no so um i was walking around every single day from the day after the surgery i had started walking already but the only discomfort i felt was the swelling in my face like i felt my skin was being stretched out Mm -hmm. but besides that i wasn't in pain at all wow okay okay that's 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 surprising to me because and i think to a lot of people as well because when you you think about what what's going to happen to you 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 think it's going to be a lot of pain and then when you walk out of the clinic you're all bandaged up as well right so it looks like Mm -hmm. it should be a lot of pain but i think either the whole bunch of discomfort it's uh, it's very uncomfortable but not painful how long was the healing process the major healing i had to go through i would say three to four months mm-hmm. before everything kind of felt like I could stretch and <laughs> scrunch my face and do everything um, mm-hmm. make expressions without feeling the stretch or feeling the discomfort like swelling wise it actually took about a year okay but you don't really notice it as time goes on you notice that things have settled a little bit better yeah you you start looking a little bit more normal compared to your old photos and the only way you can tell is by looking through the old photos the progress photos and when you say like there's a they, they left like a scar on your nose right were they not able to fix it so this is actually so much better than it looked at the beginning well they caught it on day five because on day five you're meant to remove all the major bandages on your face so they only caught it on day five and what happened was i think something to do with a lack of oxygen during the surgery which may or may not have been their fault i'm not going to go into it because they're happy to fix it anyway so when i first found it it was black It was almost like dead skin. I had to go through another minor surgery to extract stem cells to kind of formulate into a stem cell injection that they would then use to treat the scar so I was meant to be there for only two weeks I ended up staying a month and a half and then they brought me back (laughs) yeah they brought me back a few months later to continue treatment and then COVID happened and I was supposed to be back there a couple more times to go through more treatment but because of COVID I've been stuck here and so this thing (laughs) I'm waiting to go back there and you're gonna get it it fixed even more yeah okay because I'm gonna say like now there's like lasers and stuff that they can remove scars and stuff like that right they wanted to kind of explore treatment options in malaysia as well but they feel like they can do it better there and they just want 
to wait until they can bring me back. I was telling my team that um, I was planning to talk to you about this and one girl was really excited and she wants me <laughs> to ask you, what is the pricing like? Like, is it super expensive? Is it worth it? I don't have like a full 100% breakdown of the costs. I do have like a rough figure. So, and this was like from two years ago, unfortunately, like it's been that long and I haven't been able to talk about it because they wanted me to get this fixed before I like released my final video talking about cost talking about like final experience I would say you're looking at definitely under the 100k mark for everything that I've done mm-hmm. definitely over 50 as well so you're looking between 50 and 100 I'm not exactly sure how much I would say it's worth it just because it's a lot cheaper than what you can get in p- places like Singapore or the US which I think are pretty popular places to get it as well mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this is like going into a lot of detail I don't know if it's something that people want to explore but like if you're talking Thailand versus Korea they're both rather affordable I guess like relatively affordable surgery options Um, it just depends on the look you're going for like Thai people the looks that they end up doing are a lot more structured and then Koreans go for a much softer more natural look that's what you have to consider as well but pricing wise I mean they're one of the best places you can go to just because they're more affordable and they're extremely experienced I guess um, at the end of the day even if you could give me a breakdown I would say like everybody should definitely do their own research before committing to something it is super different for every single person like when I got my consultation as well they were talking about so many different things and like how I should do this instead of that and there are so many different options so I think the pricing ends up changing quite a bit based on what you end up doing and how much you end up doing how did you decide that you actually wanted to go through with it I've been exploring the option for a while which is why like I knew I wanted to do it I'm very 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 lucky because they approached me with a sponsorship deal so I didn't have to foot the bill by myself I feel like such a brat saying something like this but I really do feel like I'm I come from a very very privileged position to be able to say this so that's the reason why I ended up doing it honestly if I was talking about doing it by myself just the money alone I think would have thrown me off a little bit I don't know if I would have gone through with it but since the offer came in (laughs) and I'm the kind of person that maybe in a bad way is like a little bit spontaneous a bit impulsive I also love trying out new aesthetic treatments and (laughs) things like that like I've always been open to playing around with new things so yeah I said yes and the rest is (laughs) (laughs) did they know that you would be interested or were they just being like hey we're interested to sponsor you if that's something you're into they kind of just take shots in the dark so I've been receiving these for a while and this was the best clinic and the best kind of middleman that I received an offer from and that's why I decided to go with them okay okay so you definitely were thinking about it before the offer came in but then that was the the biggest push I guess because you didn't have to think of the financial part yeah and the fact that these were also some of the best clinics and the best Hmm. I guess the most experienced people that I had received offers from okay and when you decided to go through with it what was the response from your friends your family from your husband everybody kind of pushed against it at first I think everybody does like it is not a big thing especially not in Malaysian society for someone to go through something like this I am also a very stubborn person I stood my ground I was like look you know if you like it or not I'm doing it anyway so then I think all of them turned around and it was really I was really lucky in that sense like I had really supportive family members even my husband was like okay look you know if you're gonna go through with it I don't think that you need to 
and I don't really want you to, but if you want to, I will support you. And so he went with me. He took care of me after the surgery. I'm very, very thankful. I don't think I would have gone through it or been able to go through it so easily without him. So initially, everyone was against it, but you managed to change their mind. Yeah. Well, they came around by themselves and I'm very, very thankful. It made it a lot easier for me. (laughs) So when they first saw the results, what was their reaction? Oh, everybody got really freaked out because when I first came back, I was still pretty swollen and it looked highly unnatural. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody was a little bit freaked out, especially my parents. They were like, oh my gosh, you know, I see you, but like, I don't recognize my daughter in you. Were you scared at any point? that you had made the wrong decision? I trusted the doctors a lot. And just by looking at the girls that were coming in and out of the clinic after their surgeries for like consultations or like post checkups, I was like, nah, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. So even through the swelling process, you just trusted the process. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. It helped Um, that there were so many examples of what like I would maybe come out like walking in and out of the clinic. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm fine. (laughs) And then you actually walked to the streets in bandages, right? I did. Everybody is so like blasé about it in Korea. Nobody even takes a second glance. Like even if my mask is fully off with all the bandages, with the bruises, they're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't imagine someone doing that here. It would be right. such a different response. There would be so much. I'm sure there'd be cameras out as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you did post this whole journey on YouTube. And when I saw it, I think it was already on the second video or something. And I already saw the comments that was a lot of backlash how did you how did you deal with like all the negative comments because it was a lot (laughs) yeah there were a lot I feel like the thing is I didn't do this for them I did it for myself Mm -hmm. no matter what you do as long as you're putting yourself out there on social media online there are gonna be trolls there are going to be haters and I feel like it's more a reflection on the people the kinds of people that they are than the kind of person that I am because what I'm doing doesn't affect you in any way I have not done anything to hurt you so I don't feel like I owe you anything Mm -hmm. you know say what you want that's fine it doesn't bother me and have your opinions that's fine as well like if you don't like plastic surgery I respect that if you don't feel like I look better now than I did before I respect that as well that is totally up to you it's your opinion but at the end of the day like I said like it's my body it's my choice I like the way I look I am happy with my decision and that's that yeah I think that's 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 one thing that I don't get like okay you don't like plastic surgery cool then don't get it You know, that's not nothing exactly. to do with me. <laughs> exactly. Like, I respect your decision and I'm not going to drag you out to a clinic and be like, sit down there, mm-hmm. go under the knife, do something because you need it. <laughs> I would never say that to someone. <laughs> True, true. I also feel like I remember some of the comments were were saying like, oh, you're pushing people to do to do plastic surgery or you're promoting it to young girls and whatever. And I was even like watching the video, I was like, but you're just documenting your journey. Never once did you sit in front of the camera and go, hey guys, this is a great thing to do. Everybody should get plastic surgery. Like that was never the point of the video. <laughs> exactly. And I didn't sit there at the end of the video either and go like, this was the best decision I have ever made made in my life I never said anything like that I'm happy with the way everything turned out but I would never call this a life-altering best decision
decision of my life. Everybody should get it done. Like never. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, that's actually my, like my next question. Did it alter your life at all? Did it change anything? It honestly didn't. It makes me feel better about myself, and that's all I really wanted from it. Really. So it just it just gave you the the confidence that you were looking for because you looked great before plastic surgery anyway. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't think <laughs> like really you, nice. you've done something that's com- like you don't look like a whole other person. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's just enhancements, which I think yeah, it's like tweaks. Real. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has something that they don't like, and it's just what you choose to do with it, right? Yes, exactly. And I respect everyone's decision either way, however they choose to embrace their decisions and the way that they look and the way that they are that's this is just the way I cho- chose to go about you know doing me and yeah it wasn't a big change and it didn't change very much but I'm happy did it did it change like because you you were cr- obviously creating content before you you went through the surgery did it change how clients approach you I honestly don't think so I mean people may have had different opinions and chosen not to work with me because of it but I haven't noticed anything I've had okay. pretty good relationships with all of my clients yeah I've, I've not actually had like proper bad experiences except from online trolls which is always where the bad experiences come from unfortunately <laughs> don't you think <laughs> <laughs> but you're right as soon as you you don't even have to like be a content creator to put yourself out there so exactly. people can give you like bad comments it's like as, as long as you've got a social media account that is not 100% private like the risk is always there and I just feel like people need to stop giving their opinion where it's not warranted exactly i mean there are so many people out there who aren't as prepared as online influencers to receive this kind of hate yeah and sometimes like it's completely uncalled for it doesn't make sense and these people just have to sit there and take it and it's really unfair i feel like it's the worst thing ever for something like that to happen to someone like how bad did the hate comments go was it just literally on the video and then it stopped or i do randomly get like facebook dms and instagram dms every once in a while i've never bothered blocking anybody i've reported like some really bad comments before but that's about as far as it goes like i hope that Instagram takes action because these people they probably don't just stop at me <laughs> no they're probably going not. after yeah. exactly they're probably going after other people as well so if I can stop someone from doing that to someone else I would love to because like I'm thick-skinned so <laughs> I can take some of the things that people say but like not everybody is like me and I do see people who get really offended by some random like something that someone completely random says to them mm-hmm. so yeah if I can help stop that then I will definitely try so two years down the line you still get messages about it yes Every once in a while, I will get some random messages. Oh, and that's probably because as well, like, remember I said a bunch of like these really popular sharing pages shared my content. Uh-huh. Yeah, so every once in a while, they do boost the video and then I appear on people's pages again. And that's where like some comments will start coming in again. Okay, okay. It's been two years. Yeah. Like, I, can't, I, I wasn't expecting it to still be happening, to be honest. Yeah, because now like yeah, when I see your content, I, I don't, I completely forget that you had it done. It's only like, yeah, if I think of the video or if like I'm thinking of it, like if again, like, my eye, I always look at it and then I, I always remember that I had that comment with you. I was like, oh, maybe I should think about it. And then I remember like, <laughs> super dramatic. So yeah, no. <laughs> is your pain tolerance really high? Yes, it is. Like I overthink things and like like for example with like eyebrow embroidery, the pain I can actually tolerate. What I can't tolerate is like thinking about the blade like cutting uh. into my skin. <laughs> 
so i overthink things but like pain wise i'm fine okay okay because i've been going to this aesthetic clinic and like the doctor who does like the stuff me so i've never done anything like invasive it's always just like surface level but even then i'm like i'm just so dramatic <laughs> like he's always like people don't even use the numbing cream for this like i'm using this 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 on you <laughs> you're still telling me it hurts i'm like i know what it does <laughs> <laughs> Every time we go, I go into the thing, it's just like, what now? <laughs> so I always wonder, like, what would happen if one day I just decided to like do what you did? I I don't think the clinic would be a big fan of me. They, yeah, they're they're pretty cavalier about the things that they do. <laughs> even like sometimes, even if I overthink things, the nurse is like, no, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> just get it over, done with. It. So they didn't baby you at all? No. Oh, gosh. Not at all. Just like, moving on, moving on, come on. <laughs> I guess because they have so many people waiting to do stuff, they right? They really do, yeah. And they're so used to it. And some of the girls and ladies that come in, they're used to it as well, so. <laughs> and that's the thing. I feel like it's, okay, it's not a common thing, but it's definitely a lot more common than people seem to think it is. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got so I mean, many surgeries here that, that, that do it. Like, obviously, it's, it's a business that's working. So Yeah, there are a lot of cultures. I mean, not cultures, but like people that accept it already. It's not quite a thing in Malaysia just yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, elsewhere, I mean, everybody has things done. Everybody gets things done. It's such a normal thing. And yeah. Korea is a really popular destination. So they really get clients from so many different countries. Okay, so I guess I think like the, the whole takeaway from, from, from this episode is like, it's, it's your body, your choice. If you aren't happy with something and you have the means to change it, and you want to change it, you do you, go ahead and do it. But it's not something that is necessary. Like, it's not like promoting like fake beauty standards or anything. It's just do what makes you happy, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, don't do it for someone else. So if you're actually happy with the way you are, please, please, please don't let like online trolls and stupid comments get to you. Because if you're happy the way you are, then embrace the way you are. Like, who cares what other people think? Mm-hmm. Actually, this is something like I was thinking about the other day because I did this workout challenge and I keep getting comments on, oh my God, you got such a big butt it's so nice how come you like if you don't work out if you don't squat how did you get a big butt i'm like when i was in school do you know (laughs) the endless amount of like tormenting i got because i had a big butt and it was just because it wasn't the trend at that time everybody wanted to be like super small and super petite and i was just out there with my humongous badonkadonk walking around (laughs) but now everyone's like oh my god that's what i want so don't like look at yourself and be like, I hate this. I need to change it because who knows in 10 years time, <laughs> it might be what everybody else wants. Exactly. That like that is exactly it. Like never ever try and conform to everybody else's beauty standards. You're never going to meet those standards. So mm-hmm. be happy with yourself. If you want to change something, change it. If you don't want to change anything, then that's your prerogative and good for you. Yeah. Like you save money. You're already confident within yourself. I mean, I'm jealous. I would love to be you. Yeah. I think I think happiness and confidence is the is the is the is the main thing. Yeah, but for sure. Before we end, I just want to know like do you have any plans on doing anything else? Like is there anything that you're thinking of like even if it's just like a little maybe? Well, I never say never. Right now I'm really happy with the way that everything is, the way that everything kind of like landed, but I mean who knows, right? 20, 30, 40 years in the future mm-hmm. once everything starts to give into gravity, I might get something that you never know. <laughs> so it's definitely a journey that you you wouldn't mind going through again yeah i wouldn't mind i was 
really okay with having it done. And like, I, I think the healing process was bearable. All right. Well, thank you, Emily, for like being so open about it and for like <laughs> being so sporting, like even even through through all the negatives and the, the tough times that you had to go through when it first happened and you were still willing to answer all questions if you want to know more definitely go on over to emily's youtube channel i'm sure she can she can or has already answered all the questions <laughs> that you probably have um and yeah thank you for like talking to me about it no worries thanks for having me share my side i love it <laughs> i was curious myself so <laughs> awesome all right and thanks for listening and i will see you again in the next episode C Word with Callista.